With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees always included, so you know exactly how much you pay every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Plus, at Metro, get the latest 5G phones, like a Samsung Galaxy for less than 100 bucks when you switch. That's the best deal in wireless, so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details. Welcome to Linus Network Podcast, and we are excited to have our guest on today with us. She is a author, a marriage and relationship counselor, and um, her name is Mary Whitman Ortiz. Thank you, Mary, for joining us today. Great to be here. So we're excited to talk about your book. I got a few questions that I want to ask so that we can get our audience to become more aware of what it is that you do. So let's talk a little bit about your testimony. How did you get here? (laughs) Big question. Well, in a nutshell, I'm one of those people, you don't hear that often, but I have just loved God my whole life. And the, the, unusual part about that. I remember being a little kid, I was in Brownies, one of those Girl Scout trips, and um, meeting at my school, which was a church school, and I would sneak away from my other second grader friends and go to the chapel because I just wanted to be close to God. So I didn't have much understanding because I was in the Catholic church at the time, but my my faith grew and understanding and that I began to realize what that meant and, and had a wonderful spiritual foundation. I moved over to a, a non-denominational church. And following that, um, I did end up marrying, in my first marriage, um, a Christian man. But we entered that with all kinds of missing communication skills. And then I found out that he had a pretty significant addiction to pornography. Wow. So that's a, another story in itself, but um, following my divorce, God began to just rebuild my identity and restore who I am and this place of being his daughter and having so much acceptance and love. And out of that, I um, 
gosh, finished my master's degree and became a life coach because I saw everything that I had gone through, so many other women had gone through, and they needed that kind of support. And when I got healing, then I had like this well to draw from that I could share with them. So that's that's kind of what got me to uh, where I am now. Wow, what an amazing um, testimony. Can we just touch a little bit on what it is to find yourself in a place in marriage where you find that your spouse is addicted to pornography? I know for me myself, it would be if it was my marriage, I would feel deceived and almost lied to. And how 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 do you explain that when you found out like you're that very moment in your marriage? Well, that very moment when it happened was a clouded, shrouded, whatever, by the previous 10 to 15 years that I didn't know it was going on. And this is back in the day before the internet. So it goes way back. And uh, I... Truth be told, my former husband and I were never really close. And so I just um, internalized a lot of shame that I wasn't good enough for him. Mm. And so when it came out, when he finally confessed, I just internalized more shame. And there was not, at the time, um, help available Gosh, we went to pastors, we went to counselors, and they were doing more harm than good because they were not speaking to the wives and saying, how is this affecting you? How can I support you? And and so much has happened since then. I'm very thankful that ministries have come into place that they know that women are experiencing trauma. This is a betrayal trauma when this happens. And there's so much crazy making that goes on before that point because things get twisted. And it's um, kind of to summarize that when there's an addiction, there is most likely abuse going on because the person who is affected is doing anything that they can to get the fix that they need. And so they, they like trample over people in situations to get to that place. So I had already fallen under that spell, so to speak, and um, it just took a lot of God's grace and some wonderful um, trained professionals to help me get out of that place. Wow. So it does take a lot of work when you finally find that issue (laughs) arises in a marriage and... So, okay, so let's go back to your book. There is a section that says, um, well, let's start from here. So what do you, what would you say inspired you to write this book? Certainly it was my story because talking about sex was just off limits at best. Um, at worst, it was cringeworthy petrifying because of everything that I had internalized. So we wrote these um, 
I, I'll speak for myself. I was not this mature, capable, um, healthy individual who could just say, you know, I think we have an issue. I'd like to talk about it. That did not factor in for a, a, a nanosecond. So I knew that I was going through all kinds of issues. And in my healing process, I ran into so many other women at that place. And then after, I went through my training and became a relationship coach. And I would talk with women. I'd talk with couples. And just put the question to them. So when you guys, um, you guys have this issue going on, what happens when you talk about it? And the room would get just deathly quiet. And they would be all awkward. And I realized, oh, you don't even talk about it. So I, I knew that there's all kinds of issues that we see as our normal. And we don't know that even though they're normal, they're not necessarily healthy. And I wanted to break it down so couples could find out why. Why are we at this place? Struggling. What are those things from our past that we never identified? And when we can identify them, then it just brings every issue to the light. God is able to get in and do amazing healing and restoration. And that's why I wrote the book to facilitate that process because I didn't see that tool anyplace else. Right. And you're right about that. It's not very common that us as uh, even Christians, we get to the point where we're speaking out of this these places of struggle, and it leaves a lot of us in silence. And it also leaves a lot of us unhealed because right. we're not touching on those areas of our life that we struggle in. What would you say were your ups and downs to writing this book? Now, are you saying personally or what I was anticipating with my audience? Where are you going with that? Um, I would say let's talk both. One as a writer and one as a writer trying to attain an audience. Do you want well, to start? I guess sure. we should start first personal. <laughs> sure. My, my background is in education, and I no longer am in a uh, – classroom, but yet I still teach because that's one of the gifts that God has placed in me. So I knew I needed to understand for myself what had happened and what I learned and how I was going forward. And I wanted to be able to express that to others. And I got a lot of feedback while I was writing this book, sent it out to so many other people to make sure that it was Readable because it really is something you could sit down within an hour right. and go through. It's a workbook style, and you could answer these questions. So the, the ups and downs, I mean, God brought more healing to me as I went through it, um, which was a, a bonus. I didn't know I was going to go through that. That was a really, really sweet expression of this love. And um, when I shared it with people to get their feedback, some of even my, my friends were just not prepared to step into that place. And it is such a delicate issue. I don't want to expose anybody's privacy. I certainly want to be as respectful as possible. And that seems to be how things continue to play out. It's like 
The people who are on board are 110% on board. But there's a lot of people who love me dearly, but they're just not at that place in their life to have these kinds of conversations. So that might be the, the downside of what took place. Right. <clears throat> so if someone brand new to your uh, book, uh, a couple, how would you um, advise them on how to begin before they actually begin? Because it's, it's a workbook together, right? It's a couple series. It is, except that there are two different books, so they would be doing all of this work independent of each other. Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play, VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929 at Arundel Mills. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay. So if they were brand new to your book, I mean, how should they start? <laughs> I know it's it, we all say, well, they should start by reading it, but... <laughs> How should they position themselves before they get ready to take on this challenge? Because it is a, it's a challenge. It's it's having to challenge yourself to be honest, right? It, it is. And even the title of the book, Why Can't I Talk to Him About Sex? Or Why Can't I Talk to Her About Sex? Truly, our brains are to the point that the words are in our brains, you know, our mouths, everything about our, our physiological person works. The words could come out. We could talk. So the hindrance is not on, on that level. The hindrance is on this deep emotional place. So as a believer, I love to cover everything with prayer. And if you have some kind of um, hesitation about beginning the process, then certainly prayer is going to be this beautiful place of becoming yielded to the Father's love and just inviting him into the, the healing that he wants to do. Um, certainly fasting is an option to um, get your spirit ready and even communion. If you are really wanting to engage in this and you know that there have been some hindrances in the past, then those are definitely extra things you can do. And one more thing, would be to invite some people that you are accountable to um, to pray with you. Now, maybe you don't even want to reveal the topic. You might say, hey, I'm about to um, step into this discovery process that I think God's calling me to, to bring some healing to some pretty important issues. Will you just pray for me? Because I'm, I'm going to set some time aside this weekend, and I would just feel... So much more supportive if I knew that you were partnering with me in prayer. Yeah, those are great, awesome steps. Always step one, prayer. Step two, go into fasting. Uh, fasting uh, breaks a lot of things off. It humbles our heart, and it mm. gets us in position to receive what God wants for us. And definitely accountability. We all of us as believers need accountability. We need someone to hold us accountable in life. Um, 
I mean, we can go on with accountability on a whole nother topic, but <laughs> <laughs> let's go into the book. We'll go into, let's start off at chapter three. I noticed that in chapter three, it says blocks to intimacy. And there was a specific, uh, just a, a sentence that I couldn't get away from. It says every experience from birth till now has influenced your perspective on sexual intimacy. Can you explain a little bit about this perspective? Yes, I can. And these are the things that we don't know about. I mean, there's a funny little expression that says you don't know what you don't know. And that's what I'm trying to address because you were born into a family that was a part of a culture, that's a part of a community, and it and extends from there. And so you're, you're normal, you're natural, your default is how you were brought into this world. And it could have been a very open, loving, um, physically embracing type of family, or it could have been a family situation where there was distance. You know, maybe everybody was polite, but there was distance, right. or maybe um, parents were just super busy and just kind of unavailable. There's so many little subtleties as to how we were brought into this world, and and certainly as young children, we incorporate this into our identity. And some of the earliest memories that people remember are actually from trauma. Because those dramatic, traumatic events lodge, they sort of hardwire into our brain, and it continues to form us. Now, as parents, we can be very mindful of that and be able to um, bring these issues before God in prayer and, and pray over our kids. But now, as adults, we're coming to God and we're going, wow, you know, I knew some things were kind of off, but I didn't really know what it was. Will you reveal to me what you want me to know right now so I can continue to become that person that you made me to be? Yes. Amen. That's a good perspective. That is a very good place to start. There was another thing that caught my eye, and it says taking ownership of your personal details is part of your healing process and transformation. Can you describe an example? <laughs> Sure, that's a piece of cake. Well, it's interesting because um, even just speaking personally, I knew that I had struggled through some things, and I had a choice of quote-unquote remaining a victim or to leave that place and say, you know, God didn't make me a victim. I don't have to stay hopeless and helpless. That's not how he sees me. And it's a, it's a real point of transition where when that awareness comes to you that you can now take action. And I don't want to say this in a way that would um, make light of pain that people have gone through. Because if, you, if this understanding has not been quickened within you, then... You simply don't see it. But I'm just talking about the moment it's been revealed to you, and it is a struggle back and forth. On me, but God puts this message on me, and you get to choose. 
that that is the place of responsibility when you see it and you know that you have a choice. Yeah, that's good. Um, going into chapter four, there was a uh, there was another thing that caught my eye. And it said, inner healing prayer ministry is a great place to address those concerns and to invite the Father's love and presence. What are we uh, referring to when we say the inner healing prayer ministry? Are we speaking on the SOHO or is it accountability? Um, there, there's there's so many options out there now, which is wonderful. And I certainly, uh, I went through training through Christian Healing Ministries, they have like four levels of healing prayer ministry. So that's at my foundation. Um, and Sozo Ministries are so powerful. They've gotten a lot of focus out of Bethel Church, and I just really appreciate that. But that is um, the, the foundation of what I do and what I believe is available. And really, the the place in your history where a wounding happened, it doesn't erase it from history. <laughs> Although history books seem to be rewriting themselves now, maybe we could rewrite our own. But um, really what we're doing is saying, Jesus, I want to know how you were with me at that moment. And when he reveals how precious his love was for you, even though you experienced something, very, very hurtful and difficult. And he reveals that to you. It takes the sting away. I mean, we know him as Emmanuel, God with us. And the hurt can block how we've seen that he was really with us. So when we open up that really beautiful sacred space to involve him, then he is able to just kind of give you that download and show you. And it's just, it's one of the most exciting moments that I go through when I work with couples to see that breakthrough that happens and, and nothing can take it from them. When they know, wow, Jesus was really with me even though this happened, then they see love differently from that moment forward. Yes, he is. He always reveals himself to show that he was there. He was there on the times that we were having the roughest, darkest areas of our life. And I, that has been proven often over and over again by him himself. And it's amazing the inner healing you receive from that to know that he did not forsake us at that moment. So, yeah, I totally agree with the power of inner healing prayer ministry. Um, there's this man named John Goodman found. He's an actual research, a marriage researcher. And he stated that people in the most successful, successful marriages spend an average of five more hours a week being together and talking. So in your book, it talks about that intentional communication. How important is this intentional communication in a marriage? It is the first thing I ever, ever teach couples long before we get to the inner healing portion because they need to know what that looks like and feels like. And even before I teach couples how to do that with each other, I want to give each individual the uh, 
permission seems a strange word, but the permission to have wants and needs. That God sees you on the inside, this beautiful person he created that is full of thoughts and feelings and desires and needs, and it's okay to have that. I mean, if you've been in a culture that minimized who you are as an individual, you may have not even given attention to these things yourself, and you have to have that self-awareness before you can even share them with your spouse. So it is, there is a, a sequence here, and it's just a beautiful thing because this, God models this for us because we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and the, the connection, the communication that goes back and forth between them shows us how he values relationship and how each entity has their own um, place. And, and so when you function in that within yourself, within your relationship with God, then you bring a completely different person to the relationship. Both of you, both of you can then be empowered and you can just courageously love through this moment and be able to um, connect on, on the daily level. And if you connect on the daily level, wow. It is just so much easier to then connect when the bigger things come up. Yes, it is. Um, I don't think we realize that the word intentional, it mm -hmm. needs to be lived every day so that <laughs> we can make habits norm. And I'm, and I'm speaking on good habits so that the old habits can die. We have to intentionally create good, new, healthy habits in our life so that it becomes a part of us. So having to make communication in a marriage is, is just as important as having to make communication all the way around with anything that's connected to relationship. Mm -hmm. So it is very important. And you're right. It should be the very first thing we touch on. Um, is there anything right now that you're working on? Any other upcoming books that we can be expecting? At this point, I am transferring the book information into workshops and conferences and intensives because this is this is the downside. You know, and I, I wrestled with this with God as all of this development was going on. I want to see as much change and as much freedom as possible. So I do know when someone's reading the book, they're actually bringing it into their existing filter. And so there is the chance that all this information is just going to fall in line with how they've already been seeing things, which could limit some of their, um, their benefit. But I know when we're in person, or when, even as, as a coach, when I do this one-on-one, um, -on -one, those aha moments that can be personalized bring so much more understanding. So being able to do this in a group setting as a workshop, um, intensive setting to really dive in deep, those are the kinds of things that I am pursuing right now. Awesome. I love those workshops. They're so beneficial. Um, can you tell our listeners where they can find your book and how can they get a hold of you if they want to pursue some further counseling and and so on? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, 
I have combined um, two different websites, which I'm really excited that that's come together. So just within the last few months, I founded Limitless Intimacy. And my idea for that is certainly an overflow of God's love that is limitless. And because of that, we can now courageously love one another. We don't have to have fear dominate us. So limitlessintimacy.com is a site that I can be reached at or my name, Mary Whitman Ortiz, um, and that's M-A-R-Y-W-H-I-T-M-A-N. O-R-T-I-C. So those websites will get you to me. Um, you can order my books off of my website, or you can also order them off of Amazon. And the titles are, Why Can't I Talk to Him About Sex? Why Can't I Talk to Her About Sex? Awesome. I'll make sure to have that listed on our description so that you guys can follow through on that. And Mary, it was a pleasure. It is great to be able to see someone taking an influence of just the influencing the arena of marriage and being able to tap into just those hard places that, you know, marriages go through. And it's not all the same. But there always are a hard place because it is it is two people coming together as one. And so we thank you for your time today, for coming on and sharing and and just being a part of that world, of that mountain of the marriage and just bringing in change and reforming the foundations again. I mean, it's so, it's just, especially even now, it's so important because the divorce rates has been increasing. And it's, I really do believe it's because we do not understand the marriage emphasis and what it takes to become one. Right. Um, so we thank you for your time today. And um, we look forward to your new work and even the workshops you'll be promoting. And that's it. <laughs> Awesome. So thank you for we just thank you for having you on today and um we look forward to your work and we'll talk soon. Thank you. I enjoyed it. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Oh, that was good. It was so good to have this great, refreshing information about love and marriage and relationships and being healthy and how, how to find that foundation and just know that there's a way and there's voices out there that can help you get into a place where you're a healthy marriage and a healthy relationship and be know and just know that there is people out there that are still able to give you some godly, healthy advice and lead you 
to the places of healing. So just look into the description. I will place the information that Mary Whitman has, Ortiz has given us. She is an author, she is a counselor, and she is a national speaker. So if you want to choose to invite her to your church or maybe even have a conference, I will put the information on there and you can reach out to her and, and just be able to deliver that in the areas of where you live. And so I am excited. I am excited to see the Lord restore many of us in places of wholeness. And so I hope that you enjoyed this conversation, this interview, and I hope that it empowers you because that's the point of our podcast is to empower you. And you will constantly hear from us fresh, roaring, truthful, honest sounds. If you're not yet have subscribed, subscribe today to our podcast, subscribe to our iTunes, subscribe to our Spotify, and no one is left out. From the Android world to the iTunes world, there is always a way to reach us. So make sure you do that today, and that way you can stay updated with what we're coming up with next without having to dig through the media to find out where we are. So I thank you guys for tuning on today. I am going to wrap this up and I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I am looking forward to hearing more voices of influence in different arenas to be able to give you godly counsel and advice. And I'm looking forward to touching on things of, of dark places where or situations that we just don't ever really want to talk about. One, we might have shame. Two, we might think that someone will judge us. And it would be great to actually know that there is no condemnation in love and actually feel that when you are seeking the help that you need in a hard situation. There is always a light at that dark end of the tunnel. And Jesus is always willing and ready to bring forth inner healing in your life, in your marriages, in your jobs, in your family, wherever you allow him to come, he will bring transformation. So I bless you guys. And until the next time. Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play, VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.